Hi, MDRT world. It's Laura bringing you episode number four of the MDRT podcast. Today, I'm bringing you the conversation uh, with Dr. Monica Verduzkov-Gutierrez, who is an associate professor at University of Texas. Um, She's a physiatrist specializing in brain injury and stroke. Um, She's actually in town, um, or was in town this weekend, um, giving a talk, and I had the pleasure of talking with her in person last Friday, Um, and I was excited to bring you this conversation, um, especially because we would be together, and um, there's been a little bit of audio things here and there with the podcast, so I was hoping um, an in-person conversation would be a little bit better. Um, I did find actually quite the opposite. Um, We were together, I don't have any microphones, and we are just talking into my iPhone, and the room was kind of echoey, so unfortunately the audio is less than perfect. It is pretty echoey at times, Um, so I do have to apologize. Um, there's a learning curve here and uh, maybe at some point I'll get some extra equipment like a like a microphone or something (laughs) but I figure I just put this conversation out there Um, I know you guys uh, don't really care that it's not perfect and hopefully uh, you're enjoying our conversations anyway we speak a lot about Monica's running um, she's running her fourth marathon, excuse me, fourth marathon uh, in two weeks now, um, the New York City Marathon, and go over some of her highs and her lows in her running. Um, she suffered a big injury last year to her plantar fascia and spent a lot of time rehabbing and coming back. She is uh, strong right now and, and enjoying her running. And we get into all of that conversation and about her life in Houston. Um, So please enjoy uh, my conversation with Monica. Well, anyway, just talk really loud. Hi, guys. We're here with um, Monica Gutierrez or Monica Verduzco. Yeah, that's great. Verduzco Gutierrez. Um, who's visiting New York. I'm so excited that you're here. How was your flight? It was good. It was, you know, a little bumpy at the beginning, which was, I'm always get closest to God at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like saying some Hail Marys. I feel like you're here a lot in New York. I mean, you travel a lot. I do travel a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know, all over the place. You were at many different conferences giving a talk. So what are you talking about this so today, I'm, to not today, tomorrow I'm going to talk about spasticity and updates in botulinum toxins that we use for stroke rehab. Yeah. But also you inject into your friends' faces when, <laughs> after marathons, as a little party. We can, we can go into that in depth a little bit later. But yes, um, Botox is used for other things too. I suppose. Yes, yeah. migraines and other, yeah, other than medical stuff. Um, at Cornell, where are you? Yeah, at Columbia. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, um, how, you are preparing for the New York City Marathon. I am. Yay. We're going to have a little uh, practice run. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. 
but not at racing. <laughs> so Monica, uh, Downey, uh, Sandler, and I, we're all going to go running tomorrow. So um, they're going to do, I don't know, 15 miles. Um, I'm going to try to do a little bit more. But okay. yeah, if you can picture, it's going to be like these beautiful, tall, long-legged gazelles running beautifully. And I'm going to just be like, on their side, like like a little hamster with my little tiny, my little tiny legs, with my cadence of like 250. Well, that's not, it's going to be cool, but you'd have yeah. your abs out, and then no, uh, I'd I know. be embarrassed, so it's going to be a little cool, I can, you know, cover up. Yeah, because how, what's the temperature in Houston? Today, it's not that bad. Yeah. It's a little bit, maybe just like eight degrees cooler, but then back this weekend, it's going to be 90. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I actually prefer, I mean, this is a little, it's not that bad right now, but tomorrow morning I think it's going to be like 40 degrees or 45 yeah, degrees. Not, yeah, <laughs> I brought the gloves. Yeah, I'm a big wimp too, and I wear gloves, I was telling people. I wear gloves in 60s, I wear gloves. <laughs> I'm so bad, but like my body, I'm wearing like booty shorts and a tank top, but I have to wear gloves to fly. Yeah, it gets super cold, but yeah, yeah. I brought gloves and my headband and my bathroom. So. Yeah. How is training going? Because I think you say that this is your swan song, right? For marathon, which I'm, like, I'm not believing. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing all sorts of hand gestures. <laughs> this is her quote: "It's my retirement marathon." Yeah, not that I'm retiring from running. Someone else said that too. I can't even remember. But um, why? So, how many marathons have you run so far? So this will just be my fifth marathon. Really? Yeah. Probably as many as you, and you're not even a runner. Yeah, I'm not a runner. <laughs> um, but you are a runner, so let's back up, because okay. you ran in high school. I ran in high school. So what yeah. did you run in high school? In high school, I ran cross country, and I ran track, and it was... Yeah, what uh, did you run in track, though? I was an 800 specialist. Really? That was my race, which is what people think is like the everyone, hardest run. Everyone hates the 800. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not an athlete. I didn't run anything, anywhere, any competitive place, but my son is, and yeah, all the sprinters hate the 800, mm -hmm. they think it's like a marathon, basically, right. like they would never sign up for it, but some of them have to do it, or whatever, they, because no one wants to do it, and then the long distance runners don't want to run right. 800 yeah. either, like, it's way too short, it's like fast and furious, so, yeah, it was kind of your thing. thing, it was my thing, you just go, and it's hard, and yeah, but it's like, Right, it's too long to just go all out, really. You yeah. have to save something. There is a little bit of strategy going on, right. rather than just running your brains out, which yeah. I feel like that's what sprinting is. So, right. Yeah. And at the end, you kind of feel a little sick, maybe puke a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that, that happens yeah. even all my races, actually. But um, then, did you run in college, too? No. No, it was just like, I'm yeah. Done. Yeah. So by that point, I was kind of burnt out. A lot of competition. And, yeah. Um, you, you went to Baylor? No. No, I went to Rice. Oh, you right. went to Rice, and yeah. then you went to Baylor for, for medical school. school. Got it. Yeah. And so, so you did you continue to run like recreationally in college? Uh, <laughs> not too much. It was just kind of my joke is that my major in three B's. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, boys, beer, and something else. No. And biology. <laughs> but biology. <laughs> it's not even true. Yeah. <laughs> like I majored in Latin American studies. Oh, okay. <laughs> so most of that really wasn't true. But uh, yeah. I mean, most college kids are not, unless they're on the track team 
they're cross country. They're not right. like out there training for a marathon. Yeah. Like it's not the typical thing. Right. So. I wasn't yeah doing too much. I did some intramurals like yeah. Inter- you powder puff football and yeah. You you know, soccer, yeah. just kind of fun stuff, and but nothing too crazy, crazy or yeah. formal. And then, so how did the running? Start? Well, I mean, the yeah. running start, like the so, fun running start. So the fun running start. Maybe at my junior year, I stayed abroad, and I was probably a little bit on the healthy, very healthy side, and um, <laughs> so then I. Like I should start exercising again. So when I was abroad, I started running some, and then I came back and started getting back into. You have to take two like physical education type classes. Yeah. And so one of them was just like weights or lifting or exercise class. So then I got some running in and some lifting in, and but it really started again in med school. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is so stressful. I have to do something. And that was at Baylor. Didn't, isn't there another MDRT? Baylor grad. Did you, was it Camille or Camille? No? Oh, but she's a year ahead of me. And okay. she went to Rice and Baylor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Did you guys run together or no? No. no. Yeah. No. Because she was a year above. She was a year above. And she also had walked onto the team. So she was a little bit more serious. Oh, the other one that was uh, with me was Amy. Oh, yeah. Muslim. Yeah. She went to Rice with me. Oh, yeah. Um, she was my good friend and we studied together and such. So. Hi, Amy. Maybe you're listening. <laughs> So then, med school, when did, like, the races start? Like, I mean, I'm assuming marriage and babies and residency, right? That all happened. That all happened, right? And I never ran competitively then in med school. It was just, like, just run a couple hours, hours, every couple hours, a couple miles or whatever. Sometimes a couple, but sometimes it'd be, like, nine miles. Really? And not be training for anything. And yeah. And go, like, every other day, run nine miles because I'm so stressed from school and um, that's a lot of stress. <laughs> I was trying to remember my stress runs. I'm like, they were like four miles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So um, it wasn't until, and I've always liked working out, and I stayed working out. Yeah. After kids, it was hard to get back to running because of just how my hips felt. Yeah. I guess you're an did you? Here. Yeah. Did you run during pregnancy? Or I ran during pregnancy as long as I could, and it wasn't forever. You know, yeah. it was like. Yeah, 35 weeks, 32 weeks or yeah. something. And you, then, didn't, you didn't do marathons like Gajal? <laughs> no, I did not do marathons or races or yeah. anything. But I would go to like um, kickboxing class. Oh, yeah. I did kickboxing, kickbo- kickboxing, if I can say that, like the night before Lena was born. And yeah. Yeah, that's probably what you guys do. Right. Yeah. Probably. And I would also do elliptical. We had an elliptical in our house, mm-hmm. so I could just so easily like, yeah. get on the elliptical and yeah. at least get moving. Yeah, without the impact or everything of running. Yeah. And but then, then after the babies, after the babies, and I try to, you know, get back to it slowly. And one thing I think really helped was doing Pilates. Yeah. Because I just felt it helped all the like retrogression back of like the pelvis back yeah. to its after being pulled state. apart to like. Right, because when I ran together, my insides right afterwards for six months. I don't, there's also those people who like birth a child and then they're yeah. running like yeah, the five next days day. later. Yeah, and that's not me. That was, it was every time I ran, it was uncomfortable and I could feel my SI. Yeah, so it was like six months before. Yeah, I there's so much the strengthening muscle. that needs to be done I know. Like, with all your um, pelvic muscles, or right. just all your muscles, the core or what, whatnot. Yes, exactly. And then, um, so then when I, re- so what's the timing of 
Um, sorry, the your residency and your babies. So I had my, both my babies in residency. You did. So my PGY two year and my PGY four year. Okay. So those are both like during my PMNR residency. Okay. And um, that was pretty stressful too. Anyway, it was stressful and it was yeah. Like you took a shorter maternity leave than I would have wanted. Of to. course. Yeah. It was like because you had six weeks, right? Six to seven weeks. Yeah, you could do. Anything over six weeks, you have to make up at the end. Yeah. And so I did about seven, seven and a half weeks for each one. Okay. Because I didn't want to make up a ton. Because if you did, then you couldn't sit up for your board. Yeah. If you didn't, like, finish by a certain time. Right. So so you, like, quote, unquote, made up two and a half weeks at the end. Yeah, at the end, I made up, like, right, like, about 20 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and did what? Like, I did, I just got to do, like, an extra rotation of whatever I wanted to do. So okay. I'm going to do more EMGs. Okay. So it was, like. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, um, but it was kind of funny because then I started working there. So one day I had my co- they were like my co-residents, and then two days later I was there attending. Oh so yeah, I'm like hello, I walked in. Stop calling me Monica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here to you. But you got your first job at the place that you trained. Yes, I which did. was awesome. And did you always want to do um, stroke and brain injury? So. Like at the beginning, beginning, I'd never even heard of what PMNR was. Yeah. So I'd gone in just kind of like I was going to be a pediatrician because that's what I'd seen. And yeah. That's what I loved growing up. Yeah. Like, oh, and little kids, they're so cute. And, you know, we had this great pediatrician. And even after my first year of med school, I shadowed a pediatrician and then later was introduced to PMNR. Oh, I like yeah. this. I like, you know, the continuity and take care of these patients who want to get better and who do get better and you get good relationships with them. And it's still kind of an art because everyone's brain's different. Yeah. So everyone's injury is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, people are, for the most part, grateful. And <laughs> it must be amazing to see people, you know, with huge deficits and then walk out to be able to do something that, yeah. you know, they probably were told they were never going to be able to do again, or weren't sure at least. Yeah. Like, like, so that's what to... gets me back to running. Yeah, is that so? I ran when my daughter started kinder. Yeah, there were some moms that were, you know, other girls in her class, and the moms and the moms, you know, started. I started chit chatting with the moms, and a couple of them were like, "Oh, we run. You want to start running with us?" And yeah, we're gonna run Saturday morning. Okay, so I started meeting them on Saturday. Saturday morning, and we started, like, doing longer and longer runs, because then I was still, like, cross-training with a lot of different things, and my runs weren't ever very long, and to the point where they're like, okay, let's do a half marathon, and And what was that, like, when I, so this was, so my daughter was in, like, kinder or first grade, so that was, she's 12, she's 12, so, like, six years years ago, ago. yeah, Yeah, six years ago, I really started, okay, I'm going to do my first half marathon now, and, um, Without any, like, real training. Like, now we all have, like, plans. and coaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, multiple coaches. I think all of us were like that. We're like, we're going to go out and run. <laughs> and no real, like, yeah. I'm going to take these, you know, tennis sneakers that I've worn for three years right. and just, like, go out there. And yeah. Run. Yeah. And so it was just like, oh, the week before I ran my half marathon, I ran 12 miles. Because, yeah. you know, I felt like I needed to be yeah, prepared. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's what you do. You overstretch. Like a medical student or something. Right. You overprepare. You like right. do more than you need to do. Which we know now. You don't do like almost the full. You taper. And right. You know, but then it was like I'm gonna do as much as I can. It's okay. Like cramming for a test. Yeah. And so I did like fairly well my first half marathon, and even though I went out too fast the first mile, it's everyone does. To, yeah, first yeah. race, first mile. Yeah, you're like, I'm, re- I'm, I say it again. I'm winning this half marathon. <laughs> and and um, then, okay. and that was a local Houston. That was a local Houston yeah. race, and it was like, you know, okay, yay, happy, great, this is fun. And yeah. my friends were like, oh, you did great. Yeah. And so then we had done a couple of other half marathons, some not as good, some yeah. as good, <laughs> kind of men. still not really any formal training. And then to take it back to my patients, I have so, a lot of patients that, that used to run or that be, were serious runners and marathoners and then like in a blink of an eye, it's taken away. I like, can't even imagine. Like a major stroke, a brain tumor, a neurologic diagnosis. And these or are people, injuries. Right. I mean, yes, like a brain injury, right. And so it's like, it's gone. So I finally said, you know, I want to run for them because here's this opportunity they don't have anymore and that I have the capability to do and the health and the strength. And so I ran my first marathon for my patients. And that was what? It was Houston, January, I think, like 2016? I want to say 2017. No, 2016. 2015. Yeah, 2015. Yeah. I only say that because I ran New York City
yeah, well paced. Yeah, just kind of like get in the mode. Yeah, and, and you're go. like, this is easy. I have no idea what people are talking about with the marathon. <laughs> easy. At the end, it was like, you know, at Houston, they give you like a beer mug. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And then it was like, I can't even hold a beer mug. Yeah, <laughs> it's like so heavy. Like even my arms are shaking. Yeah, like I cannot handle holding the beer mug again. My neighbor that also ran it finished a little in front of me, and he was like delirious. Yeah, <laughs> but that day was, you know, the weather was great. The course goes right by my house, which is super exciting. Yeah. And Did your like, kids come and spectate for the two seconds that it ran by the house? Um, yes, they they watched, and then my husband, because he knows Houston so well, saw me like in five different places. Aww, yeah, so he like very, very drive sweet. around and get yeah. everywhere. My parents yeah. came in town to like cheer me on for my birthday. Awesome. So, they didn't yeah. know they were creating a monster. They didn't know they were creating a monster. Right. They wouldn't have come to spectate if they knew that that was just like the tip of the iceberg. Right. Because you were like, woo, I did so well. Now, now to the point that the kids don't even come to the Houston Marathon to cheer right. me on. Right outside. Yeah, they won't door. roll out of bed. They won't I mean, my kids don't spectate at all. Right. I mean, very rarely. The only reason they come to a marathon with me is to like stay in a hotel room because it's like really cool. Yeah. But then they feel like guilty, like they have to watch me anyway. But we'll anyway. So that was your first marathon, mm-hmm. and then did, then was it Boston or did then you it was do Boston in twenty seventeen? So it was like seventeen. I almost waited a year and yeah, but that's like normal. Yeah. Just so you guys know, it's normal to do one marathon it every is year. Normal to do. <laughs> yes, it was, and I was like, this is what. Boston was, which you kind of understand, yeah. was that I went in with this like year plus of training, and it was going to be like my A race because yeah. I'd waited so long to run another. Yeah, yeah. you're going to PR by that. 30 minutes. PR by 30 <laughs> minutes. Right, because I put so much work in, had been like I was so much stronger than yeah. I was for my first marathon. Yeah. And no. Yeah. Well, Boston just sucks. Let's just put that out there. It's the yeah. most horrible marathon on the planet. Yeah. It's somehow <laughs> hillier than New York. I mean, you haven't run New York yet. Right? <laughs> You're going to. I know. I'm too. I was like, oh. You know, I've heard from many people that run both, and I feel like 50-50, some of them will say New York is harder than Boston, and mm-hmm. some of them will say Boston is harder than New York. But the coach that I was working with at the time, early in my Early in my marathon career, yes. was like definitely um, Boston is easier, uh-huh. and so maybe that's what stuck with me um, when I had run it this year. Like, oh, this is gonna be easy. I've run it before, uh-huh. but it's not. The weather kind of just sucks. It's a yeah. It's a, yeah, I think that's the biggest problem. It of, is. Um, it could be a monsoon mm-hmm. in forty degrees, torrential rain, yeah. or it could be super hot. Yeah. Wasn't it hot that it year? It was hot that it was hot both years. It was probably a little bit hotter the first year I ran it, yeah. but it was hot both years. Very yeah. hot. It was like when I was done, definitely had some rando going on, yeah. like pee blood and yeah. such. So it was like seventies probably. Yes. Yeah. So not even to the eighties. Yeah. With sun yeah, beating down on you. So it didn't go well. You didn't PR. Go. I didn't PR. I still be cute again. Yeah. So yeah. It's like I mean I mean, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. So, like, yeah. How did I be disappointed with another BQ and yeah. finishing another marathon? But it was, yeah, again, completed fun. it. And yeah. um, that's awesome. Right. So, you, I bet you had the marathon bug pretty badly still at that point. So, right. <laughs> yes. So, um, you decided to come back the next year? And then in October, was so that? Yeah. 
is when I did Toronto. Oh, uh, that's, that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. And so that was a really great race. Yeah, that was a great race. You, like, you trained with a friend that got sick. Yes, I did. Right. Yeah. She's, and she's super fast, like, has really great times. Yeah. Yeah. You know, top 15 at the Houston Marathon before, kind of. Wow. And <laughs> she got, she was a little bit sick going in, and she totally was, like, vomiting blood and stuff during the race in Toronto. So she didn't get to finish. Um, that's her hometown, Yeah. Too. So she, she was DNF'd. She DNF'd, yeah. Were you running together at the time? No, she yeah. was running, like, ahead of me because yeah. she is, like, fast. And then in the middle... Was she not feeling well before she started the race? She was a little bit sick before she started the race, but then felt like she had cleared it before. And then, so she started up ahead from me, and then like midway to like mile 12, she pops up, and I'm like, oh, whoa. She's not having a good day. I'm doing right here with me. You know, and she, um, right, you're not having a good day. And she was like, oh, I had stopped. I threw up blood. I was like, yeah, this is not good. And then she was like, I feel bad again, and I um, gave her my phone, and I screamed out, like, my passcode so she could, like, call her mom, and then, you know, so she was able to, like, call and yeah. get help. Did she keep your phone? She kept my phone, okay. yes. So you're, like, running without your phone. Right, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, why the music stop? <laughs> that didn't throw you off? It was like, it, it, it had happened in the Boston before. Yeah. Where it was like, I don't know, I was so hot when I was throwing water on myself. Yeah. I don't know if something got wet and the yeah. music stopped. So, yeah. like, in half my races, there's yeah, there was like half, yeah, half me, like half not, half yeah. not. So it's like, okay, it is what it is. And then it was just like finished. And yeah. Like, um, was it a negative split race? Yes, again, yeah. by like 30 seconds or something. That's was, awesome. Like, and that, um, 324? 323. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Like, but then that was one where I, that's this also why marathoning may not be my thing, is I'm always, like, injured on and off with little things. And so for that one going in, it was, I was having pain in my foot that was like, is this a stress reaction? Yeah. Is this something else? And I told my doctor I'm going to go for it, but he's like, this could be, like, you could crack, you know, yeah. something in the middle, and you could be done for <laughs> Right, your foot can break, and you're like, okay, I'll just be aware of that. Yeah, and you're like, okay, you're like, you're like I'll just be aware, I'll be aware, if it feels really, really bad, like that, then I broke my foot, and I'll stop, and if it's not the worst pain, then I'll keep on going, and you yeah. know, it's kind of bothering me, like mile six, but it was never like terrible, <laughs> but then afterwards, I had to not run for like a month or Two weeks. Right. Okay. So. But you got your PR, and that's fine. But then I think you got injured again. And I got injured again. I mean, you were part of this fantastic track team of MDRT women. Right. Um, And you guys went to the USTF, like, Masters, you know, championships, basically. Right, we did. And did you win the 800? Was it the 400? We had done the 4x800 and the 4x400 the first time that we went, which we had won both of those. We're non-club team. They're yeah. club teams yeah. for the ages that we happen to be in. Yeah. So we have our super fast. I know. Sprinter ladies. Yes. And it's me. Amazing. <laughs> that is Rhea. Uh-huh. Um, who else? Aixa. Aixa. Yes. And Annalisa. Annalisa. Mm-hmm. So... Gorgeous Super. Latina, I know, amazing, like, 
mama, dog, Strong, runner, Latina, runner, yeah. all kind of with similar backgrounds yeah. and, and history. Were you, sh- you guys stronger in the 800 or the 400? We were probably kicked more butt in the 4 by 800, but I think everyone feels, no, the other three don't like running 800. Yeah, <laughs> they were more sprinters. They're and more they were like, this is out of our league. Why are you making me run an 800, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's how they feel going forward. So we did that one summer, and that was fun. And then we did indoors the next year. So that's when I was coming back from my foot injury. Yeah. And then I was training for Boston again. Yeah. For Boston 2018. I was supposed to run Boston oh. 2018. And then, and then that's where I then ran. Then you ruptured your plantar fascia. I ran, yeah. So I went, I had been injured. I was able to do the Houston half. Yeah. Was that 2018 was when you came to Houston? It was. It was. Yeah. So yeah, that's when I just like run my half. Yeah, you run your half. I remember. I you paced a friend. Yes. Right. And you were like, oh, I could run seven. 40s easy, like easy peasy. Like, <laughs> and I was like, wait, <laughs> don't I, say that. <laughs> yeah. And then I ran you with a fan, right? Yeah. 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 So that was awesome. like me coming back from, that's right, paced my friend to make her New York qualifying time. Yeah. Came back, paced you. Yes. And then um, brought my sorry ass to the finish line. No, <laughs> that was really fun. It was awesome. You were awesome. Yeah. It was a great race. And then, yeah, good weather day, too. You want to come to Houston? Yeah. Houston, I have really good memories. And just because I, I like, the one, not the one race, but I didn't die at all. I felt super strong. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was just fun. It was so fun. (laughs) It was a really good time. So so then I was training sort of for Boston, but with other goals in the way. Along the way, I wanted to run another half and do another half really well. And then we we're going to do the indoor track and field meet. And then it was going to be Boston. But Boston was going to be kind of like a seed goal. Yeah. Know, where I really wanted to do better in the other two things. So I did on the way, like PR in the half in the Woodlands a couple months after Houston. And then the weekend after that went to do the indoor track meet. And that's where I tore my plantar fascia and was like, ah, out. Yeah. How devastating was that? It was very devastating. Yeah. Yeah. It was... It sucks. Yeah. And it was really, really painful. It was. Do you knew the second it happened, what had happened? So I was hoping it was not that. Yeah, you were in big time runner denial. Yeah. Right? Right. Like you're like searing awful pain and you're like, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay. Right. (laughs) I can barely put weight on it and it was like horrendous pain. Yeah. Yeah. it's kind of the nice thing about being in the rehab world is that yeah. when I get back, I can get seen pretty easily or have access to right. Diagnosis. You can do your own ultrasound and you would be like, that looks inflamed and swollen and broken, actually. That looks torn. Yeah. Right. And so how was the recovery from that? The recovery was rough because at the beginning it was like, first, I was non-weight-bearing for a good month. Yeah, you so had to wear boots. I had to wear boots. Then I could, I had used a little knee scooter, sometimes crutches, and it was this horrible. Had, horrible. And as a room, I mean, my husband would be so mad at me, but not mad, but like, anyway, Leonard was not happy. <laughs> He's like, see what you're Look running. At what you're doing to your Yeah, yeah. Right. Exercise yeah. is supposed to be healthy for your right. body. And look, yeah, and you just hurt all the time. It's like what you've done. And yeah. It was like the next weekend I had to go to Philadelphia and I was supposed to go run with Julie and then I was 
right. the scooter and the booth. And yeah. She still came out and met me and said, yeah. and so did Alyssa. So it's like, they were all super supportive and they all were like, let me buy you tea. Let me yeah. buy you breakfast. Yeah. And, like, and they're like, and we're going to go off for a little run now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can run and I could just sit in my booth. But it sucks to be injured. It does. As a runner. And it took a long time coming back. And it was three months before I could take my first jogging step. Really? Yeah. So. Well, we're going to talk. I'm going to talk to a lot more people who had also come back from injury. But I'm sure a lot of people listening to this will gain some inspiration and insight from people coming back from injury. Because Monica is running and she is kicking ass right now. So. But it took a while. It took a while. Yeah. yeah. And then I tried to cross train what I could. Like I'd get in the pool and do yeah. the pool, pool running. I, I hate the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like in there. I mean, it didn't, I'm sure it didn't feel the same. No running. way. No. <laughs> Not even at all. And then yeah. I could get on the bike and do some bikes. So yeah. Like Peloton or whatever. Yeah. On the bike. Okay. Yeah. So that was the middle of. 2018, you came back. Right, so I missed Boston. Yeah. I missed, at least I missed the hurricane. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you and I have that in common because, I mean, so other other podcasts, I won't go over my story, but um, I missed qualifying by two seconds. Oh, that's Yeah. Yeah. Me and Libby Uh Williams, she missed qualifying by one second. Anyway, had that not happened, I would not have run. Houston 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thankful. But anyway, and then I watched the Boston from afar. It's like, and you know me, I hate cold. I was like, wow, that looks so horrendous. Oh, yeah. yeah. So awful. My friends had friends. Maybe I was like, maybe I was like a little bit um, thankful that the universe hadn't put me there because I would have, I don't know if I could have finished that, honestly. Like, it's not, that's not my jam. It had it been 90 degrees, like, I could finish a 90 mm-hmm. degree. Like I would do it slow, but right. you know me, I like right. I like it hot. Um, and I would, yeah, but like that kind of weather, I don't know if I'd have it in me to like keep on going. My so. friends, I'm super impressed. They yeah. all finished. They all finished. They all finished, but they have PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think Shalane Flanagan went into that porta potty just because she was cold. I'm pretty sure she just <laughs> went into the porta potty. Yes, I think no. she probably. Just stood there, enjoyed like five seconds of warmth, and like came out. I really think that's what happened. But anyway, um, so you had missed that, and then you had a qualifying time for 2019 because of when Toronto was. Right. that ended up working out. So it's like, okay, I miss Boston. Yeah. They don't really let you defer. So right. Like, There's oh, no deferring. There's no deferring. But okay, I had it. So you didn't run a marathon between Toronto 2017 and Boston 2019? No. 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 I mean, a bunch yeah. of other um, things. And you yeah. always run the half, at least. At, yeah. At right. In Houston, I'm always running the half and, you know, running other halves. And I it's like, okay. Yeah. So you had it in your mind that this year you're going to be done. Mm-hmm. You're going to run Boston and New York, and that's it. Right. And why is that? <laughs> like, okay, these are some iconic groups. Boston, I need to go back. Right. You needed to run it. And just get vengeance on, like, having the horrific. Yes. Closure. Closure, right. Yes. It's like breaking up with a boyfriend. Right. <laughs> exactly. And it was like, okay, now it was positive. Now it was 
on my side. I need to break up with that boyfriend. You need to break up with Yes, you do. I need to go back and break up. That was the boss of your time to break up. Ironically, if I had run with Monica that day, I would have, you know, I would have done better than what I had done. I mm-hmm. set out. And, and, and Boston, I had also gone in with, I injured my hamstring and then had not a great, and then my Achilles. Yeah. And had not a great, again, all these yeah. little injuries. Yeah. But I think, but I, I think it just goes to show you when you uh, approach a marathon conservatively, it almost never goes wrong, right? Mm-hmm. right. Like if yeah. you approach it with respect and, you know, you're a little bit of, you know, fear. Right. <laughs> <laughs> respect and fear, which is always good in a marathon. And it almost you. always go, it goes okay. Yeah. Um, and then when you want to crush it, and it doesn't mean you can't want to crush it and you can't, you can't do a marathon that way and you can't PR that way, you certainly can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so many things that can go wrong that way. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like everything has to go your way if you're going to go out and like just gut out a marathon like from the beginning. Yeah. This one I knew it was like, okay, I've been injured. It was, it'd been the least amount of miles I'd ever done for any marathon. Yeah. It was the least amount. I couldn't do hills or speed work because of my hamstring. <laughs> like, for Boston, right. which is hilly. Yeah. <laughs> and I just did tons of PT. Thank you, PT. Yeah. And tons of just strengthened. It was like, okay, I'm going to make up for yeah. strength. And uh, yeah, squats. I used to be squats. big about getting on MDRT and yelling at people. I know. You know what? I did more squats. I cross train a lot, and then I feel like I'm just too loud on MDRT sometimes. No, I'm like, like, people are sick of hearing from me, and I used to do we a lot of yeah, we need to squat and lunges. You know what? Lunges are good because they're single leg exercises. Like running. Like running. Running <laughs> is a series of single leg squat, squats. So um, because almost everyone is imbalanced, and I know this, my entire left side of my body is gimpy. <laughs> Mine too. My left hamstring, my left glute, my left shoulder my left wrist. I mean, everything is like broken. Anyway, so I, um, when I go to strength training class or we're doing a class, I like skip reps on my right side. Mm -hmm. I I do more on my left and then I try to load my left side more when we're doing single leg exercises. I like get a bigger dumbbell. I don't, I don't know if it'll ever, I don't know if it'll ever even out though. Because it's also the neuromuscular firing. Yes. Yes. I'm like pointing at her. Um, We totally are digressing, but uh, I'm a little bit nerdy about this. Right. Yeah. The take-home message of that Boston was, yeah, like worse training, less mileage, less speed, less everything. It was only two minutes slower than the Boston I had done. Yeah. Right. And still another big cue. Yeah. (laughs) And five million times more enjoyable. And five million times (laughs) more enjoyable. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, so true. Yeah, so so true. That, yeah. I mean, what you were three thirty six? Yeah, three thirty six. I came in three thirty eight in a world of pain. <laughs> a world, <laughs> a world of pain with a twelve minute positive split. <laughs> twelve minute, twelve minute positive split. Boston is a tough split course. It is. I mean, but not. It was. It was not made for twelve minutes, guys. I think you know, a couple minutes, yes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that was.
So you do you get in through a New York qualifying time? I did. You did. Yeah, my half PR got me in for a New York qualifying. Great. Time, so. so I mean, everyone needs to come and do New York City. Mm-hmm. Like anyone who wants, who isn't a marathoner, it just it's amazing. That's what everyone says. So that's yes. it's like, okay. I mean, Camille, right? Like, she, uh, I mean, Camille PR here. I mean, right. that, several PRs ago. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> several PRs ago. Kristen Duber um, PR here. I mean, it's, even though it's not a PR course, I think somehow the crowd the dimension. It's a, it's magical. Yeah. That's my chair. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm supposed to be sprinkling some magic. I know. Too, like some yeah. Well, tomorrow when we go for a run, we'll yeah. we'll show you the course. I mean, you've been in Central Park several times. Maybe we'll do some of our run backwards because it is backwards when you come in um, for the marathon. Um, most people, when we do the loop in Central Park, you're supposed to do it. There is anyone of New Yorkers, you have to do it counterclockwise. Like there's. You're not allowed to run the other way. Uh-huh. It is. I don't, no, you yeah. are. You are allowed, but when you do it the other way, it just disrupts everyone. <laughs> and I don't like doing it because then you're like face to face with all the runners. So anyway, the the right way to do it is counterclockwise. But um, yeah, when you run the marathon, you do run it clockwise, or the part that you're in the in the in the loop for. So maybe we'll do a little bit. Yeah. Yes. And of that. And if we collapse, Tommy's there to save us. Yes, <laughs> she could rest. Tommy can resuscitate us. Yes, um, we're good. That's right. Yeah, we're all we're all we're good. living. Yeah, but that's your last. I mean, longish run because yes. you're in your heart into the taper. I am. Yay! Fifteen tomorrow. People don't like tapers. I do. I love it. I love it. Love it. I remember my one complaint to like because I had gotten. Um, gotten a new coach and Emmy and I spoke about him, Mark, but yeah, I felt like his taper was not a taper. I was like, why is there an 18 miler three weeks before? But anyway, I love the taper. I like to eat in taper. Right. But I feel like if you're itching, kind of itching to get to your marathon because you haven't run, like that's a good feeling. So yeah. you're like, you're like, come on, let's I need go. Some time for like my body to repair itself. Yeah. Too. From just the aches of the long run. I mean, I need this time for mitochondria and yeah. healing and such. Yeah. Because you did you do you did a twenty plus? I did twenty two. Was it last, last week? weekend? And twenty the week before that. Yeah. It's just been long. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's probably what I'll do. For uh, I'm do, I'm training for Philly. So how did the twenty two go? It went great. Yeah. yeah. It was, we had finally nice weather in Houston. Yeah. Which it had not been. It's, I mean, the whole Houston summer and training I know. has been miserable and humid and. But you know, instead, I mean, it shows that it works for fitness. Right. And exactly. that you should not be obsessed with your times or right. anything like that. Definitely not. And that's why I feel like I should move to Houston. <laughs> because <laughs> it's not that it doesn't, no one likes to run in nine degrees and humid. Like, right. no one likes. But I don't mind it, and I don't mind looking at my watch and being like, wow, that's like two minutes slower than I normally would run. Like, that doesn't bother me. What bothers me is 30-degree weather and, like, really cold, and I can't even feel my face. We complain about it being so hot, but the moment it gets, like, one cold, they're like, oh, my gosh, it's freezing, and it's 50. (laughs) And everyone in Houston's wearing, like, Uggs and, like, like, oh, for sure. And, like, a a Canada goose. 
Down jacket, like made for you know, Chicago or something like yeah. that. So the 22 had good weather, and I was just, and picked up the last few miles, so that was good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. As Did planned. You, was, as planned. Yeah. And what's, what last, what does last few miles mean? Like, did you do four, or is so it like eight? eight four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not eight. Well, kind so, of, my friends are in a different plan that I'm running on, so they were like, we need to kind of pick it up the last half, but yes. then the last three to four, we wrote then yeah, one of your girl and I were like, let's push it. Now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was more my plan. Okay. So. Do you have a specific time goal in mind? Um, not to put you on the spot. Uh, I could say so. I'd like it to be around the three thirty ish. Yeah. So not no P. I don't have PR goals for yeah. this because training hasn't been still as good as it's you know it's been in the past. But yeah. I know it's a hard course. Yeah. And I'm, been traveling so much yeah. it's just i know right now the time of my life it's not pr training time so i'm just going to try to have again have fun enjoy yeah. it like yeah my hate song i don't yes. need a pr i'm yes. super happy with my pr right yeah and i just want to like finish happy yeah i mean it's gonna suck because marathons suck suck i don't think so i think it cannot suck i think you know if you run like eight 15s and eight ten and eight in Brooklyn and yeah. work your way down. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. And then save, save, save. And then the bridges. To me, the bridges never sucked because first you start on a bridge. Like no one's tired. Like you're just like. <laughs> it's actually elevation wise, I um, probably the biggest hill that you face. Oh, okay. Is a very it's long up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, no one, no one feels it. You're right. like literally sprinting up this thing. Uh-huh. And then it actually goes. It's the same uphill as a downhill, okay. so people are sprinting <laughs> mile two, and then um, then you go out, and then it's like this desolate <laughs> highway just for like a mile. Like there's no not really any crowds, but you don't care because you just started the New York City Marathon. Right. And then Brooklyn is like a party. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Yeah. You go through all these, so you just keep it even. In Brooklyn, and then you come still up, not too fast. Not not too fast. Okay. There are some hills in Brooklyn, but I never remembered them as hills. Like mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, you're going uphill, but like mm-hmm. you just started. And then the first hill that people complain about, but I didn't feel that badly, is um, the Queensboro Bridge, mm-hmm. where you go from Queens into Manhattan. That's um, because have you seen your quads? That's why you're yeah. not bothered by them. <laughs> Um, and it is, I think it's mile 15 to 16. Okay. Yeah. So people are starting to hurt them mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and it's quiet. There's no one on there. Like you literally just hear people breathing and, um, it's just your fellow. And then, I mean, you've heard this, like it's a scream tunnel getting down cause it goes, you like circle and then you go down like a loop onto first Avenue and then it's. People are screaming their heads off. Oh, like, yeah, I kind of read a race plan. Like, yeah. Oh, then you can pick it up. Yeah. Make up but you can pick it up, but don't go. You may feel like you are a rock star and mm-hmm. like you're showing Flanagan. Mm-hmm. And they're literally cheering for you because you can't go too fast there okay. either because right. you may want to use the hill and then brighten six minute miles or something. I don't right. know. Like, <laughs> and then First Avenue goes all the way up and it's kind of cool. You can actually see for a couple miles ahead of you, this line of people running and there are people lining the streets, you know, two, three, four, five, six 
people deep on, on First Avenue, like you're a rock star. Yeah, it's pretty fun. And the Bronx, it gets a little grungy, <laughs> a little seedy. Um, there's some there's some bridges, and then Fifth Avenue is really weird. It just starts to hurt really bad. Oh, okay. Because you turn around and come back into Manhattan, mm -hmm. and you go through Harlem, and then there's this sucky hill at mile 23. I just talked to Andrea um, Hayden about it. But anyway, that's where you, it's like a tiny hill, but it feels really bad. Like heartbreak hill? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a gigantic mountain. Uh -huh. And it, it's super long, too. I think it's for at least a half a mile, if not for a whole mile. Like, okay. the whole thing is mile. Yeah. Um, and then you finally get into the park, and people are screaming their heads off. They've got, like, signs. And I only remember, because I did this in 2016, just being angry at everyone. I'm like, you don't know how I feel. <laughs> this sucks. This is terrible. But um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. The end is a little bit tough. But, I mean, it's really fun. And Houston's flat, so it's not like I get tons of uh, um, work in. Yeah. Did you? Don't you guys like do parking structures and stuff? We like do that? parking garages. Yeah. And then there's a bayou that has some hills that sometimes you just have to yeah. go over, go like over. over, over, and over again. Just yeah, to just to go up. Just to go up. Uh, You're yeah. like, I take the stairs. I don't have work, so I can like use right. my glutes. Yes, exactly. I take the stairs more. <laughs> yes, for sure. Oh my gosh, it's like so funny to think you yeah. train in such a flat. But, yeah, but one nice thing about traveling is that sometimes I travel places that are not yeah flat, so I can get I went yeah, to Nashville and I got to run with Cat and so yeah that's also nice about traveling is you get yeah. to meet with all these MDRTs who are super like excited amazing. and amazing and they are happy to meet you and show you around and go yeah. around with you or go you know have coffee or something. So where so, have you been this year? Oh the last couple of years. Where have I been? Yeah, I mean you're an accomplished. You know, assistant professor at associate. Associate. Sorry. <laughs> associate <laughs> professor. Because um, you do a lot of research. Some research. Some research. Teaching. Yeah. Just, you know, trying to get my good name out there and yeah. promote what we, the good work that we do. So it's leave, go for talks, go for conferences, yeah. go for meetings. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to stay in Houston for forever? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. Yeah. Or I mean, you you've been in Texas all my life. All your life. Yes. Were you born in Texas? I was born in Texas. Grew up in South Texas, the Valley, which is on the border with Mexico. Yeah. And then moved to Houston for undergrad and, and never, never left. Never left. I did study abroad in Santiago, Chile. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> leaving. You were like, for three months, I'd live somewhere else. For three <laughs> months, I'd live somewhere that's not Texas. Okay. Yeah. You, not to say that I won't ever move. It just also depends on the opportunity. That yeah. Goes, up, goes with my goals. Yeah. Where did you meet Leonard? So we met in Houston. He's from Houston. He's a native Houstonian. So he really has his own thing. Where else? But, yeah. Um, we met the summer before my senior year of college and at a mutual friend's birthday party. And we were not meant to be, you know, put together, but we were both had this friend and we met each other at the yeah. birthday party. And Leonard was, he's four years older than me, so yeah. he was already working. So yes. 
ooh, you can take me on a real date. Yeah. He's not like a college guy. <laughs> yeah. And you know, handsome guy, smart. They say like, and he had two cars. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing at a college party? It was. Uh, this is an older friend. Yes. <laughs> he would like get us into nightclubs when we were not 21 yet. <laughs> so, way back in the day. Way back in the day. By this time, I met him. I was already 21. But um, so we. That's so sweet. Been together since. So how long have you been married now? We've been married, next month it'll be 17 years. We got married my second year. We guys, I, I've been married for 17 years too, yeah. in September. Oh. We got married at the same time. I know, mine was in November. <sighs> but you waited, not like a normal amount of time, because <laughs> right. I have a 15 year old mm-hmm. who's turning 16, but I've been married for 17 years. Right, <laughs> right. we, um, yeah. And your, your oldest is 12. 12. Yeah, so three years. Yeah. When is her, when is uh, Lena's birthday? In May. In May, yeah. May the 4th. Yeah, Logan's is July, so they're very similar. Yeah. We were pregnant at the same time. I know. And then Nicholas is? He's 10. He's 10. (laughs) 10 and two-thirds or something weird. Yeah. (laughs) And he ran his little mile race yesterday. Oh, my gosh. They had their mile run for fifth grade. Oh, I was telling Logan, Uh my 12-year-old, and her, we're talking about her, my 12-year-old and her 10-year-old, she's not athletic at all. Um, yeah, she ran at like a nine-minute mile or a 9.50, whatever. Yeah, she was so proud of herself. It was 9.59. He called me as soon as he got home from school to tell me. I'm getting a phone call in the middle of the clinic. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And it's yeah. Nicholas to tell me that he, you know, hit his goal. And he so got a 9.59. Yeah, he did 10. I mean, it's an all-out mile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just one mile, all-out. Right. That's so cute. So it's like, did you stop? He's like, I had to stop maybe for a couple of seconds. Yeah. It's like three laps. Yeah. Like a little track. I mean, Logan, for sure, there was some walking involved. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and then later I was like, so did you have fun? Because that's what's important. I yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Great. Mommy's hat. proud sure. of you. You tr- did your eyes. He's like, yes. If you consider wanting to vomit three times, fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, that means you tried your hardest, and now I'm really proud of you. Aww. Yeah. yeah. Running involves feeling like you want to vomit sometimes. I know. That it just does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I don't think I've worked out that hard for this, like, training season. <laughs> Yeah, been done in one time. I mean, so. yeah, both. Let's see. Chicago last year, I definitely was dry heaving after <laughs> I sprinted <laughs> to the finish. And some other, some other halves I remember. I definitely some dry heaving going on. Mm-hmm. So, does Leonard Leonard runs a little bit? Leonard Sahu, he's a non-runner that runs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, did he run a marathon yet? No. He sure. He's. I am a non-runner. That runs marathons, right? No, or does marathons? It does. Right. Yeah, I can't use the verb the run, but anyway, right. he he should do marathons, even though he's a non-runner. Right. So he could join my club. He could. <laughs> right. But I mean, he's like, no, he doesn't like running. And then he, we're on vacation together, and he can go run eight miles with me and keep up. Yeah. Like same pace. That's no crazy. problem. I mean, so, right. So like, he's a gifted athlete. Right. He is. Yeah. For sure. My husband could not do that. <laughs> My husband's in shape, yeah. but he can't run. Mm-hmm. He's literally, um, our gym, I think I mentioned this, our gym has like, 
a CrossFit gym, but like they do like little tests. So last spring he did the 400 and he, he did it in 130 something. Yeah. So it was a really good, I mean, I can't do that on him, but he could beat me in a, a 400. And then they did an 800 and he ran like a, like a four minute 100, <laughs> which is an eight minute mile. Yeah. So basically he had to like stop somewhere. <laughs> After he did one lap, there was like some walking involved and I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, no endurance whatsoever. But yeah, running an eight mile whatever at your pace out of the blue, like right. that's. And anytime we go on a track, he can. It's always the debate of at what point of can he win races? And yeah. When do I start running races? Yeah. So he's definitely a power. Right. Like, you know the sprints he's great at. Right. And maybe at a four hundred I start winning. We would think four hundred to eight hundred. Four hundred. I have my. Yeah, I def I have my husband between a four and eight hundred as yeah. well because he can whatever he can just because it's only a minute and a half or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. just, but Leonard actually has some endurance. So. He does, but he's no desire to run. No desire, really, no. not even a half marathon. Maybe it would have to be somewhere really cool. I'd have to like woo him to this. Yeah, to, like let's do the Florence. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like do something where it's like, like maybe he does like a cool race. We get like sucked in somehow <laughs> and then but you know maybe you don't want that because then you then we have both to be training yeah but now the kids are older so we can both kind of do our thing and train and work out and i have to yeah. worry this is so much so much about like your, someone at home at all times doesn't your mother-in-law live with you so my in-laws they live in our garage apartment so that's amazing it's amazing because you know everyone's like how do you do it all you did you know your work and your travel and yeah running and yeah successful and you teach and all this stuff and it's like oh because i had support I yeah the village yeah i don't do it it's so important i know a lot of people just don't have access to that but yeah right. and so i'm this you know amazing mother-in-law that loves my Your kids children. and like you know gonna take care of them gonna pick them up gonna yeah make dinner for them yeah things that i don't have to do and then also my parents will come in yeah if they are they local to. no they're in south texas Okay. Why don't they move? They should come. They have like my brothers there with them and my sisters in San Antonio kind of in between. Okay. Oh, those yeah. other siblings. Those other siblings. <laughs> they they get the way. Right here in time. Yeah. So, but yeah, they'll do whatever they need to do. Well, you're never leaving Houston. Or I guess would they move with you wherever you go? My in-laws would yeah. go with us wherever we go. Really? Yeah. Is he an only child? He no, so he's an only biological child, and then they have six adopted kids really? that were younger than him. That really? were foster kids, yeah. who they ended up adopting. But then, like through that time, they had like seventeen different foster kids and ended up adopting six of them. That's so, an amazing like, story. Yeah, super people. Yeah, and they're definitely so yeah, amazing people and willing to go with us if we have to go right. somewhere. That's what we should see. Now travels for work. And yeah. So he was like, "Can I do this?" And I was like, "Well, don't take your mom with you." As long as your mom is here, I don't need you. I know. I always. I love you, but I need a wife at home, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To make my life easier. Like I don't need my husband. I need a wife. Which is kind of a chronic problem for all of us. It is, right? Yeah. Everyone needs a wife. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. What are you doing tonight? Are you just hanging? 
Hey, you know, look at your talk. I'm gonna look at my talk and my slides, try to liven it up. Yeah. So I was looking like, oh my gosh, this is so wordy because yeah. kind of updates on research yeah. that's going on. But yeah. Like, oh, I need to make it more a little more clinical. Insert some running in it or anything. Yeah. Always insert some running. Yeah. In it, right. Or like a picture view, like finishing your half marathon. Or right. Something. Talking about how I'll be here in two more weeks. Yeah. For the New York City Marathon. And then we have our, our faculty dinner tonight. So okay. To get ready for the run tomorrow. I know. We yeah. need to. I need to talk to you. Well, we'll talk later. We'll text. We'll it's text. it. Um, the sun doesn't get come up until like seven, mm -hmm. and it's whatever. I mean, yeah, we'll start around then. Okay. Seven. Yeah. Um, now I know where you are. I can make. I can run to the park. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that it's yeah, a straight mile. Yeah, right. everyone right. is everyone in New York City is half a mile from um, Central Park. Basically. Nice, like everyone up here is. Um, but thank you for spending time with me. I'm so excited to meet you. Yeah. And I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Okay. Well, there you have it, uh, ladies. Um, that was my conversation with Monica. Thank you so much for dealing with the audio issues. Um, I apologize again um, just for that echoey sort of artifact. I will try to rectify that in the future. Um, and we just want to say good luck to all our ladies uh, running the New York City Marathon. We spent a lot of time talking about it and I'm excited to meet a bunch of you as you come out here. So have a great day and happy running. Mm -hmm.